What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. What's that person got over there? What's that, a boat? What's that, a boat that can also drive on land? Psh, uh, whatever. What, whatever. What's she got? She got some pearls. She got a pearl necklace. <laughs> what a whore. What, what, what a whore. I bet she, she sucks some dick to get that. I, I hate her. I hate her and I hate him. Oh, yeah? I'm gonna show all of you motherfuckers I'm going to burn it to the ground. What do you have that I don't have? You have a million dollars? Oh, yeah? I'll go kill somebody for a million dollars right now. I'll go fuck you in the ass, you piece of shit. This is it. I got to have it. I got to have the things that you have. Fuck you. I need it. I need it all. Burn it down, baby. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Eddie? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we got a we got a boat that drives on land. I believe that's called a duck boat. Oh, I love them. Except that that whole a lot of people died. A lot of people died. <laughs> uh, that's you know the you know everything is a catch twenty two. Yes. And uh, so you got you got your duck boat, and then a, you were a, a murder, a hit for a million dollars. Yeah, I figure like that's my price to kill somebody. Probably that's pretty expensive. Well, I mean, I could go to jail forever, so I need some compensation here. I bet that you could find someone to do it for thirty grand. Oh, no, I would kill somebody and they give me a million dollars. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not paying a million dollars. I don't want anybody dead. Black Widow. <laughs> I'm peace and love. I'll just poison them slowly. Uh, guys, this is the brighter side. We are here to talk to you about jealousy. Yes, we have talked about it before. Why are we talking about it again? Because it's fucking powerful. It is. It's it, powerful and it's fun. And why not? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I find that jealousy is really your shadow self of what you want, or at least in my experience. Mm-hmm. Like in the past, I would be jealous of people that had their life together and it'd be yeah. like, oh, look at you. You know, she had clean clothes, right? Because yeah. I was just living in filth and squalor. I mean, I, I believe I believe in that too. I think a lot of times you look across the aisle, and you you, you see, especially in our business, in any business yeah. actually, you see someone who has something that you want, and then you fixate on that. And to me, that slowly but surely can either inspire you to become a better person, or 
dwindle you down to nothing and make you a monster. Mm, yeah. Heat. Heat makes it can make a diamond or it can melt some or just bullshit. Burn you alive. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is the brighter side. We're joined by today, Mr. Fernando. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, Ed. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, and today we're starting a new thing on the show. Uh, we're going to start every show. We were talking about this with three jokes on the subject. Okay. On the subject. And so I, I wrote three jokes. And, uh, Amber wrote three jokes. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good. I mean, but no one I, no one I like this mm-hmm. is because this makes us write more jokes. Yeah. And so we can either write three stinky doo-doos and then, you know, they stinky doo-doos, but we're writing more jokes. And if it's good, yeah, it goes in the set. All right. So, so uh, you want to go first, ladies first? Let's do one and one. One okay. and one, right? Okay. Come okay. back, back, yeah. And jealousy is when you want something what someone else has, had, what someone else has, mm-hmm. unless it's your neighbor's wife, and that's called fucking sexy. <laughs> I like it. Oh, you like it? Yeah, I like it. I think it's fun. Okay. See, I, it would be horrible if I said it, but if you say it, it's great. You know. <laughs> All right. All right. Check this one out. All right. Some say jealousy is a stinky cologne. Well, yeah. Unless you're jealous of a dock worker or a crime scene cleaner. Mm. It's more of a thought. It's just like, uh, you know, I point, like making it. a point. Jealous of a dock worker? They've seen a lot of bodies. Yeah, and they make good money. You know, they get a lot of free TVs. You know, they, they, they basically steal from the ships. Yeah, you know when the, sh- the shipment's coming in and you know what's on there. And if it's like, a, you know, 50 TVs, now mm. there's 49. Oops, what are you going to do? It fell in the ocean. When I moved to New York... Uh, years ago in 2006 I was like you know what I'm going to go become a longshoreman I'm going to go to Brooklyn I'm going to start working on the I'm going to work on the docks I'm going to make a bunch of money and I'm going to steal some TVs so I started looking into it they got rid of the docks in Brooklyn because of the mob what so you got to go to Jersey and deal with the Jersey mob Oh. Yeah, so all the all the stuff comes in through Newark and so if I wanted to become a dock worker I'd have to go to Newark at 4 o'clock in the morning every day wasn't going to happen. Really happy I didn't do it. No. As a lot of times I came really close to making a huge decision in my life, and it usually involved New Jersey, and it didn't happen, and my life became better because of it. Yes. Yes, you'd have a back tattoo of a Monster Energy drink right now. <laughs> and a wife you hated. All right. All right. All right. What do you got? What's the next one? Uh, what is the, what are the house you memorized cats? yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I wrote mine. You wrote yours. What did the house cat say to the lion? What? Scratch me behind my right ear. See, this isn't good. This isn't good. I wrote them at work today. That's why I have them quote unquote memorized. It was slow. It was slow. All right. How about this? I'm usually not jealous of other people, but sometimes I get jealous of mushrooms because they're made in the shade. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and that is that's what's like for children. Yeah. <laughs> a drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a science class joke. That is a science class joke. I like that. You should be a teacher. No, well, that was actually, that's all I was going to talk about that later in the show. Mm. Uh, all right. One more. One more. We'll see what we got okay. here. I'm jealous of my cousin because she has a family. Not because she has children, but because she gets regular dick. <laughs> we don't know if that's true. Right. Well, she's got four kids, so she's so had she sex it. at least yeah, four yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. At least. <laughs> all right. The most jealous I've ever been is when I saw Dan Marino eating a cheesesteak. I wasn't jealous of Mr. Marino as much as I was jealous of the cheesesteak. Oh. Because it got to be in Dan Marino's mouth. Oh. I could see, like, putting your finger in his mouth. I'm like, Mr. Dan Marino, can I put my finger in your mouth? I just want to get more important. (laughs) 
And he sucks on it. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, great new segment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the one thing that everyone out there and our old listeners can be jealous of Amber and I are is that we just got back from vacations. Oh. We both got to take a little trip of R&R, and it was gooder than a bitch. Yeah, I was going through, I remember I was texting my friend, and we were about to go on vacation, and I had to do, because I do this weekly cooking show, and I was like, at the grocery store texting her, and I said, I am about to have a nervous breakdown. I don't think I can do my show. I just want to wake up and be on a beach. Because she was coming over to my house like in a couple hours, and it was yeah. just enough time for me to film, and she was like, don't, then don't right now, because yeah. you are working so much, and this is basically free content i mean i do have a patreon where i do extra stuff on there that's really fun but mm. she's like just go to the beach please and then when i got back it's only for two days yeah but then when i got back and i reshot and it was just such a better quality of a thing can't be stressing no can't be stressing it's just me like needing on vacation shooting my cooking show just like burning myself and yeah. like <laughs> so you went to the beach yeah what beach you go to we went to uh, Santa Barbara. Ooh, I love Santa Barbara. So yeah. nice. It's so nice. And it was open and like we all had the masks, but it's fine. But it was like a like a parade around town and like everybody was like drinking and we met some guys and had a great time and like I felt pretty again, you know. That's I, great. Yeah, I've been feeling because I work in a bar and I'm like I'm either seeing nobody at my house or I go to a bar and I'm wearing like a face shield and gloves and mm. a mask and like a hazmat suit basically and like lifting kegs and I just feel like a monster person. Person. Yeah. So it felt nice to like wear a dress, go on the beach, be pretty. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm yeah. Glad. And you, you guys, you guys just hung out on the beach all day. You stayed yeah. in a hotel, drank at night, and just enjoyed yourself and lived like a nice college vacation. That's it. See, that's what I need. I just got back from my vacation. My vacation was great. It was eight days long, and Ooh. I went to Cincinnati to hang out with Julie's family. Hmm. And that was, uh, it was actually. It was a little stressful at first, like I thought it was going to be, and then it just ended up being lovely. Have you met her family before? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We know each other well. This is like my 10th time to Cincinnati. Oh, uh, so it wasn't like your first time meeting them, because that's always stressful. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, my first time was at a wedding, and that worked out great, and that was five years ago. Oh. You believe we've been together for five years? How crazy is that? That's so wonderful. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. But I, I had a great time. We went to the zoo. Oh, they still got the zoos open? Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, everything outdoors is open. So I went to the zoo. We had a great time. I saw some monkeys. I saw some bears. I saw some alligators. All the hits. Were they happy? Were they happy animals? Some of them. Some of them just didn't even know where they were. What was the saddest animal you saw? Saddest animal I saw... I gotta say, there were these monkeys that were making a lot of noise in the tree. Mm. And then I couldn't help but think they were just calling out Kill me! To try and find more monkeys, wondering where their friends were. And And then I think they do that every day. Yeah. And so, but they, but, and then I felt even worse for the orangutan who was in that cage with those other monkeys. And he's probably, he's just chilling. Orangutan don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Just chilling, enjoying it, living life. And then, you know, freaking, and these monkeys screaming in his cage all damn long. Mm. You know, so I felt bad for the orangutan, but man, that thing was cool as hell. It just chilled. Do you think it was born in there and it doesn't know any better and the monkeys were brought in so they know that there's other monkeys around? I think that, I know that Cincinnati Zoo is a very popular zoo in America and they do, uh, they do it right over there. I know that, but uh, it doesn't mean that every animal was born in there. Mm -hmm. What they have there is Fiona Fiona the Hippo. She was born there. She's like the mascot. 
This is like a baby hippopotamus that's, you know, the size of a cow. Oh, could you throw some money at her? Like throw a dollar bill at her so she can go to college? There are signs everywhere that say, like, don't throw money in the water. (laughs) 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 But Fiona was cool. And then I saw a bunch of uh, manatee. They had a whole Florida section. That made me happy as hell. That's nice. Yeah. And then you just be walking around in these giant wooded areas. You're like, there's nothing back here. And then like a lion be right next to you. You're like, oh, fuck. It was, it's, it was a, it's a great zoo. If you haven't been to the Cincinnati Zoo, one of the better zoos I've ever been to. I was talking to uh, Julie's mom walking around. She's like, so what zoos have you been to? I'm like, oh, I've been to Duluth. I've been to this. I've been to that. And then I've been to San Diego. And then I was like, and then like half an hour later, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I went to Africa. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> which yes. Is like, which is, I guess, world's biggest zoo. That's, the world. <laughs> That's where the lions are, they exist and we're sort of like shouldn't be there. Oh, my God. That shit. Nothing beats that. That is because you know what's so weird about going on safari as opposed to going on the zoo? Not just that they're wild and you're in their habitat mm-hmm. is you'll go out for hours and you won't see shit. Like you're gonna see, you're just searching and searching and searching. So when you finally see something, it's a really big deal. You're like, oh fuck, a zebra! You know, or like, oh, you know. So it's uh, you get really excited when you finally spot something. Uh, but at the zoo, it's just like, here's your zebra, here's your elephant, here's your, and they're all just like sad and waiting to die. Yeah, I paid to see a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> know what else I did? I went to a theme park. You know how much I love theme parks. You love theme parks. Yes. I went to Kings Island. I saw that. You were very excited around some monster ride. The or Beast. Something. The Beast. And oh. what, what does that do? Does it go up and down and spin around? It doesn't spin around as much as it goes up and down. It's, a, it's the world's largest wooden roller coaster. Oh, my God. It might be not the largest now, but it's 1.7 miles long. What? Yeah, and it takes four minutes to do. It's the biggest, craziest, scariest roller coaster. That's and a And it goes time. in and out of the woods, and there's all these, like, tunnels that they dig underground and shit, and it was built in the 70s, so it's like the cyclone, but, like, on steroids. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you break it when you sat down? I was very scared. It definitely, like, was worried we were going to go off, or, like, fall off. There's, like, several times that I thought I was going to die. At the uh, at the roller coaster. Yeah, park. that's why I don't like roller coasters. I don't. I'm a woman in Hollywood. I'm always gonna die walking yeah. through Hollywood on my way to work. Like exactly. At least you know you're gonna get out of this one, or at least get a big paycheck, or someone's gonna get a big paycheck. Something. Or I could fight back and then like let my rage out. Mm-hmm. But not on a roller coaster. No. Just stuff on a rock. You're strapped in. It yeah. flies off. Oh my god! I'm always so worried because I'm so big. And so I'm like, I was like, is it clicked in enough? Am I clicked in? They're like, you're clicked in. I was like, you fucking sure? And then, oh my God. Yeah, because they're making minimum wage. They don't care. They're like teenagers smoking children. pot. Yeah. They're, yes, they're all children. They're all high. They're clean. Well, they, I will say, uh, I was very impressed by how clean and spaced out everything was. I felt more safe at the theme park than I did at the zoo. Huh. The zoo, everyone was like not wearing their mask and shit. Oh, check this out. I got a cool little... You got a mask. Cheetah mask. Oh, that's fun. Yes, I yes. like that. Yeah. Have you seen the masks that look like your own face? It's, no! Yeah, you can get your own face printed on a mask, and it's weird. I want it! I'll get you one, Ed. <laughs> I'll get you and Julia mask to wear. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. <laughs> can mine just have, like, ice cream on my mouth? And shit? Yeah, a little dookie turd. And you and Julie can switch the masks, and that's something I'm jealous of because I don't have a partner oh my to God, switch my masks with. Finally kiss myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and so the, the theme park was great. The Orion. I got to get you in. The, when this, I am. I make this promise, I am 
taking you to Disneyland. Oh my god! One of these days, you are gonna go, and we're gonna have a good time. I feel like you're wasting it on me. You should probably take it to somebody else. I or... take in other people. Okay. I, I just think I think that you'll like it now that you'll now that you've like. I think you'll like it when it's free. Okay, okay, <laughs> when it's free. And I'll bring an umbrella, because the heat, I'm a little bitch in the heat, oh, and okay. I have fair skin. Well, that's when you go into the tiki room, and you chill out, you oh. know, or you go see Mr. Lincoln, and you hang out, although the, all the theater shows are probably closed because of the goddamn super flu that has taken over the world. That was my favorite, because I went to Epcot once, and don't they have this, like, and this was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, in Epcot, it's actually the American Adventure. The American Adventure. Yes, yes. I liked that one. That was my favorite one. Oh, yeah, that's the one where it's like Mark Twain talking to Benjamin Franklin, and they're just, like, <laughs> laughing about the women they've taken. <laughs> and I'm just drunk in these wooden seats, just like, you tell them, old Abe. <laughs> I'm in the air conditioning. <laughs> Uh, Would you sit in the air conditioning if they just like shat on you the whole time? Absolutely. You need. I mean, the Florida heat. You need. You need anything you can get. Yeah. There's a the Country Bear Jamboree. It's like you. The only reason it's funny is like great is because you're already hallucinating from the heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, singing bears! It's actually just like people, but you think it's oh. singing bears because you're fucking tripping. Balls. Oh, there's people in there? No, no, no. They're okay. animals. It's really bears. But you know, what are you gonna do? What are you, so, what were you gonna say with your list? I was gonna say, oh yeah, no, I was talking about my trip. I almost got married. We almost, we almost just ran off and got married. Really? And then at the last second, we chickened out. It was that we were super close to it. It was going to be Julie's family, and then I was going to, on my side, it was going to be Julia Johns, who ended up going to the theme park with us. But then at the last minute, we're like, ah, you know, maybe we should do something a little nicer. But we were like this close. That would have been so cool. I know, I know. We were so close. But I think Julie's family wasn't exactly 100% on it, which I completely Yeah, they want her in a white dress, and like her dad to walk her down the aisle. Yeah, and all this shit. I'm just like, let's fucking do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sick of not being married, and I know we're not going to be able to get married. I was like, all right, so I guess we'll wait two years so we can, till this fucking flu is gone. Or yeah, whatever. and here's the thing: even if a vaccine were to roll out next week, it's got to be distributed. It takes a year to figure out if it works or not. Yeah, who's going to die from it? You know, that's why I'm glad the Russians are figuring out because you know they're testing all kinds of people against their will. Oh yeah, let them deal with that. That's kind of that's some testing we can't get done in this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just bring us the good stuff when it's already done. I don't want to get the. I don't want to get the thing. I don't want. The, I mean, I want to, but I don't want to be mandatory. I don't want. I'm like a little kid. I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. You know what else I got to do when I was in town? We mm-hmm. kind of talked about a little bit other people's children, and I love other people's children because they're great. And I get to leave. And if they throw a tantrum tantrum, I walk away. Yeah. And I'm just not part of it anymore. And I don't have to solve it because they're not my kids. There's not your kids. If they go steal something from the gift shop, they're not going to look at you like the employees look at you like you're a bad parent. That's right. That's right. I'm just I'm just here watching the fucker. Yeah, you're just high. That's it. As long as they don't get taken, you know, as long as they don't get abducted, you know, that's well, fine. You've done your job. We brought Rambo. Mm-hmm. I took Rambo on a plane. For the first time ever. How was he on the plane? He was, I mean, I, I, I got this stuff called Calm. I don't mm-hmm. know, it's like Doggy Calm, and I just kept feeding him to him. Doggy Calm? Calm. Calm. Calm, yeah, calm. yeah, 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 no. I bought him a bunch of dog calm. And I just started <laughs> feed rubbing, him dog it, calm. rubbing it in his mouth, and surprisingly, it kept him peaceful. You would think it would rile him up, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't think lady dogs come. I think it's all awful. I don't know. They, I know well, the, the penises are barbed. 
The dog eat peanut. And then thought, once they start, they can't finish until the dog comes. Yeah. It happened to us one time. Uh, we were uh, we left the dogs alone uh, in college, and a boxer started fucking the pit bull. Mm. And then they we just all of a sudden we heard like crazy like dogs screeching from the yard. And we went outside, and the dogs were like butt to butt because they didn't know how to have sex mm. but the dog was like stuck in the the, the the male dog was stuck in the female dog because he couldn't get out of her because of his barbed penis mm-hmm. and he couldn't come or anything so we had to like literally like turn the dogs around they're like trying to bite us and shit because they have no idea what the fuck's going on mm. and so we literally had to turn the dogs around and like teach them how to hump until they finished it was a mess that's a mess and, yeah. they, had and then they had puppies and, and then, then they, they had, had you know, they had all these mutts that we had to like give to friends but you know there were some good dogs yeah, did you have them in a box for free outside of Walmart? No, no, no. We just called up the other weed dealers that we knew and told them, "Here's your new pit bull." All right, <laughs> you got to take it. So you turned the dogs around and then you got them to fuck each other correctly. What a good job, Ed! Great, great work. I, I was terrified. Yeah. Oh, the other one. Oh man, the, the male dog. Later on in life, he ended up. Uh, we had to neuter him eventually. Because one time he went out in the backyard and his nuts were just inside out in the oh. yard. And he's just sitting there crying and shit because his nuts were inside out. Mm. And so we brought him to the vet and we're like, you should probably neuter this dog. And so Mick got neutered and he was his nuts were no longer inside out. They were gone. Oh, man. These big old ball sacks. Dogs with their big old ball sacks weird me out. <laughs> All right. So what's the next thing on the list? Next thing on the list is show and telesee. That's right. We brought in some stuff that we thought would make either the other one jealous or other people jealous. It could be a big thing. It could be a small thing. But for a little segment that we're calling show and tell as instead of jealousy. And it's show and tell. Uh, so I brought a couple things in. Mm-hmm. The first thing I brought in is it's a gift for you, Amber. What? Yes, it's a gift for you. And I think it's going to make your coworkers jealous. Are you ready for this? Okay. <gasps> it's a mask. Yes, it's a Whoa. giant like welding shield. This is. I'm gonna wear this on the subway later. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. Wow. It's very powerful. I was gonna wear it on the plane, but I realized it was like too big and crazy. But uh, yeah, it was like it's like a thirty dollar uh, mask. Thank you. This is like a Daft Punk character. That's yeah. what this looks like. <laughs> Should I Venmo you thirty dollars? No, it's a gift. Okay. That's how gifts work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also brought a gift for Fernando. Uh, if, and I figured this is also something that can make someone very jealous. If they, uh-huh. if you, everyone needs this, but if you don't have it and someone else has it, you will be jealous. And that is Old Bay seasoning. Oh. Fernando, coming at mm. you. Some Old Bay for your kitchen. Put that on your popcorn. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ed. This is, this is a dream come true. <laughs> This is something I've always wanted. That's no, great. I have a friend that this is all he uses. Yeah. There's nothing else. He's like, did, Old Bay? did you put some Old Bay on it? It's so good. That's so good. It's the so best good. shit in the world. I love Old Bay forever and ever. You can put it on everything. You really can. Spices really do uh, make a difference. And um, I try to pick up one little spice thing when I go to the grocery. Mm-hmm. And it always kind of bites my ass. And we did a food yeah, episode. Yeah, because it'll be like eight bucks. Eight bucks. We did a food episode, like, I know, a couple episodes ago. But it's always like cheap affordable meals and they're like now first get your saffron out I'm like saffron's the most expensive saffron spice saffron is so expensive what the fuck are anytime you- I see saffron because it happened to me like because they wanted us to start taking saffron to build up our immune system for the uh, COVID and shit. So I was like, all right, I'll go out and buy some saffron. No. It was like 50 bucks for just a tiny bit of saffron. I don't even know how much to use. No. Fuck saffron. It is stupid. 
<laughs> it's the world's most expensive spice. People died for that spice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, saffron, you go screw. Yeah. Uh, Old Bay's where it at. Spend it. Make some chips. Really good on potato chips. Ooh. If you make, if you ever make your own potato chips, I do. Yes, I love it. Throw some Old Bay on that shit. Man, those Cape Cod Old Bay chips are like my favorite chips in the world, and I can't ever find them. And so, you like Cape Cod chips? I do. They're like thick kettle mm-hmm. cooks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some. They got some energy. Some. Some uh, some uh, some oomph. Something in there. Yes, and the last thing I brought uh, is uh, to make to make everyone jealous is my extra whiskey. <laughs> oh, you have extra! Wow, I have, I have extra whiskey, and I feel like anyone who has extra whiskey that can make you jealous. So. Yes, I've got a little bit left of seltzer. Could I pour a little bit in here? <laughs> well, check this out. I brought three shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I wrapped them in in Mama's. Uh, and you don't have to take them as shots. You can sip them, you know. This is wonderful. Yes. If, if, I mean, if you're going to make someone jealous, you know, share it with them. You know, that's, I feel like that's a, that's a good thing to do. If you got something that's going to make everyone, you know, what's the point if you're not sharing it? You know, uh, so, so it's my extra whiskey. It's not very good. But I have two other bottles at home. Really? So, yeah, I guess that's good. Always share and give with people. So then, therefore... Because we're going to do stories later, and that's going to come back around to what I Fernando, have to say. do you want some whiskey? All right. Can you Fernando? pass that to Fernando? There you go, Fernando. I'll give you this one. The, the Fernando got my stone pony shot glass. I've got that's the old so tub. Me. Old tub whiskey. And then I got uh, just a plain shot glass that I made Julie steal from a bar when we were drunk. All right. So, uh, salute. Like I said, you don't have to finish it, but it's here for you. And there's more whiskey if you like some. A uh, salute. A uh, salute. I miss you guys. I Cheers. miss you too. Mm. Ah. There it is. Yes. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. So what do you got for show and tell us? Well, I was going to bring a roll of quarters, but I forgot. Um, but I've got some rolls of quarters. Rolls of quarters are great because not only are they ten dollars, mm-hmm. but they're also a great weapon. Uh, you know, if you put you know, you can put them in your hand and they kind of work as like a brass knuckles. Yeah, or For like you, put them I in would sock. do a roll of dimes. Roll of dimes. You could knock out any dude in the world if you had a roll of dimes in your hand and just put them inside my hand. Fist, yeah, and then you punch with that. Really? Yeah, this is an old criminal thing I learned when I was a kid. Oh. But like, <laughs> But you put a roll of dimes in your hand because you lady hands. Lady I, I would hand. probably do nickels or a quarter. Okay. You know, but yeah, it would uh, it would uh, make your punch more powerful. Okay. It helps not break your hand as well, right? 
I don't know about that. Yeah, but yeah, I could see how that would work. Because you you don't crunch your your fingers, you keep your wrist straight because you're holding uh, it. So when you punch, you don't. Yeah. You don't. This is good to know. I mean, 2020 might be our best year ever, and then cut to two years from now, we're just like all fighting each other for rolls of quarters. I mean, we're we're, we're close we're to that now. now. We're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think another thing I brought for jealousy is my new computer. Damn, that is so nice. I noticed that you had it. When'd you get it? And it's touchscreen. What? So it's covered in cum. Wow. Yay. <laughs> Look at this. That's the future. That's you, amazing. Like, you know, when everybody's just like, whoosh, whoosh, you know, like with the, the computer screen out front of them and the future stuff. And yeah. It's, it's all going to be covered in cum, you know, because that's what I, all right. It's Minority Report. There you go. Except the Minority Report, they already, they knew when it was going to be covered in cum. That's, they knew it was going to be covered in cum. <laughs> minority Squirt. Minority Squirt. All right. This is great because my old computer broke and then I did a little bit of research and I got this one and I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's the thing to be jealous. It's new. It's just, I can connect on the internet. It's very light. That's great. Congratulations. And it wasn't expensive. I thought these things were going to be at least a thousand. Not at all. Not anymore. No. Everything's cheaper. It's weird. You would think some things would go up in price, but like some things just kind of stay the same. Yeah. Computers have been the same price for like a decade. That is interesting. Yeah. And like cars are like the same price from when I was a kid. What? You're shaking your head no. No, no, no. Cars are more expensive? No, actually everything's a lot cheaper. Computers, especially as Amber just pointed out, are way cheaper. Because there's yeah. more competition, right? Uh, uh, not only that, but it's become a lot easier for the them to manufacture these products. Yeah, I got this thing new for fourteen hundred. I love it. It's lasted me at least three years now. I mean, you're looking at me like I overpaid. No, no, it's a Mac. (laughs) Macs are a lot. They got them suicide nets. What's that? Oh, so many people were dying making Mac computers and iPhones. Ah. Uh, They would just throw themselves out of the Apple uh, Corporation. That uh, the company just put up these nets. Oh, okay. So then you would bounce off of them, and then they'd be like, all right, back to work. <laughs> you need to go and build your nano phone. Give them some applesauce. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote a note here because uh, I noticed that like, I feel like jealousy can go a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like jealousy can mostly uh, be reflected in our romantic lives. Yeah. And uh, I think that's where it go, it comes in the most. You're jealous of someone who is dating someone you want to date, or you're jealous of your boyfriend or your girlfriend because they're talking to someone else. I feel like love goes with jealousy at a, in, in, a, in, a, in a large amount. A lot. Like if you're single, you're jealous of people that are married. If you're married, you're jealous of people that are single. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when, when it comes to my own personal relationship, like, you know, whenever, like, Julie gets jealous or, like, I get jealous, like, it's, like, super fucking annoying. But at the same time, you look at that and you're like, well, if I'm glad they're jealous. Because <laughs> like, it means they like you. Yeah, because if, the, if, the, if you're with someone who never gets jealous, maybe they're either cheating on you or don't give a shit about you. That's right. You know, if you're like, because you, you can be just like a well, you know, a, a well-adjusted human being. Yeah. But also at the same time, you could just like not give a shit about the person you're with. And that's why you're not ever jealous. And you're just with them because they feed you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think that jealousy in relationships can uh, is very uh, uh, unhealthy, but I think is a necessary factor 
to every relationship. That's good. I would say I've never gone through a partner's phone mm-hmm. um, and be like, what are you looking at? I've always kind of trusted them on that aspect. But yeah. I remember being jealous in the past when like, and uh, my previous boyfriend at the time would be like, really, really chatting up with some girl at the bar and he hasn't like slept with me all week. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because like, that's, that's, that's aggravating. I remember I used to look through Julie's stuff, uh, confession time. I used to look through her stuff when we first started dating, like the first year or so when you still when you don't know what's going on, you're worried they might leave you or something. But then we eventually I haven't checked. I haven't I've given her the respect where I haven't like looked into her phone or anything like that. In, yeah. In years. That's great. Yeah. And I feel good about it. But, you know, I just want to grab it and be like, who are you talking to? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Who are you texting? Why are you smiling? I make you smile. If I don't make you smile, you frown. You're <laughs> sad all the time. Unless I got the joke. And she turns around. It's just a meme on her phone, of like a dog. Because you know, as a as a big old boy, you know, let's face it. You know, jokes are half the reason she's with me. You know? <laughs> You're attractive, Ed. I know I'm attractive. Yeah. You know, for a big man, I'm definitely attractive. But uh, you know, let's face it. I mean, comedy is what you know. That's how I met most of the people I know. There you go. You know. Well, my ex, one of my red flags with him is that his best friend, and you got to watch out for their friends because who you spend Mm -hmm. time with is really like what's going on on the inside. And uh, his best friend was married and his wife would go to work and he would stay home. He was an actor. She was supporting him. She made the money. Yeah. And um, he would stay home and he would go on these cam girl sites and he found this one cam girl and he would go to her every day and spend money that his wife made. Yeah. Yeah. And you talked to me about this before. I hate it so much. I think that's cheating. I think that's cheating. And they too. were they were both just like, especially no. if it's not your money. It's not your money. Like, oh. if, if it's your money, it's still kind of shitty. But if it's like the other person's money on top of that. That's definitely, that's a big It's pretty shitty. That's cheating. And then my ex was like, well, he's not really sleeping with her. And I was like, you don't see that this is a problem? Yeah. And that he doesn't care. And like, he's even kind of doing it in front of his wife sometimes. Like, that's how much he doesn't care. Oh, man. That's pretty cool. What a piece of shit, right? (laughs) Absolutely. I told him that. I was like, I don't like your friend. And he was just like, well, um, uh," and I was like, this fucking. And I I left. He also shouldn't have told you. You shouldn't have told me. Yeah, that's a, you know, sometimes your friends do stuff and uh, you don't tell. Your well, his wife told other. me. Oh, his wife. His told wife you. told me because she walked in on him doing it. Ah. Uh, his wife. Yeah. And then I told my boyfriend at the time and he's like, well, it's fine. I was like, no, no, that's not fine. She's going crazy. Yeah. And then I walked out the door and I never went back. Whoa. Well. <laughs> <laughs> there were other things going on. But. Oh, um, so moving on on our list here. I wrote jealous moments in history. Oh, I've got, I went on down a deep dive. You did? Uh, great, because this is something I kind of, I, I, I didn't go on as a deep dive of. So uh, what do you got there? What, what do you, what'd you, uh, what'd you find? Okay, so we're go, we're talking about, and I mentioned earlier the being jealous uh, as sharing, and like that's a good way to mm-hmm. have jealousy or to have what you have, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, I love this. So I've never seen the musical, but... Uh, according to the Bible, so there's a man named Jacob, and he lived in Canaan, and he had a wife. Mm-hmm. And um, I went in a deep dive because he had this one wife, and it only talked about his second wife, who gave birth to a son that was his favorite, and that was Joseph. But his first wife had eleven sons, and he like didn't really care about her. So there's this whole thing on the internet, and if you want a sad YouTube search, look up Leah the Unloved and Rebecca the Loved. Wow. So I think her name was Rebecca, the second wife 
uh, think. Um, most but, of the Bible's jealousy. Most of the Bible's jealousy. But uh, <laughs> so he was like uh, the father, uh, Jacob. He was married to this woman he wasn't in love with, mm. and then she bore him all these kids, and he didn't give a shit about her, and then immediately married the other woman. And there's a whole backstory as to why. Yeah. So he loves, like, Jacob loves his son Joseph by his favorite precious wife. Mm. And um, and Joseph, he, he does this shit, like, he'll, he'll go to his brothers and be like, hey, guys, I had this dream where there's 11, 12 stalks of hay, and then I build the best stalk of hay, and then 11 stalks of hay are around me and bowing to me. And they're like, "Are you? is the hay us? Because there's 12 of us, and are you the hay? And he's like, I don't know. Dad gave me this Technicolor dream coat. And we're like, flounce around in it. And then we'd have like, other dreams. Like, I dreamed um, there were 11 stars around me, and I was the biggest star, and the sun and the moon, they all bowed down to me. And they're like, what the fuck, Joseph? Like, yeah. that's us. We're, we're not going to bow down to you. You're a kid. You're the kid brother. But he's got a nice coat. And he's got this nice coat. So of course, Dad loves you more. And then Dad fucked over our mom. Like, so they sold him for twenty pieces of silver, which okay. I'm kind of on board with the brothers. They sold this. They sold Joseph and the dream coat. Or uh, they they took the dream coat because the coat was ripped when they pushed him in a well and they ripped it up and they went back. They're like, That's oh, right. he's right. missing. I don't know. And the dad was upset. But I mean, why would you like put on this fancy coat and then be like, like read the room, Joseph? But he's a kid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I see. I can see the point. So point you're to going. The so you're right. As of right now, you're on the side of the people who were jealous. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, dude. Your dad just fucked over our mom, and uh-huh. then you're flouncing around in some fancy coat. Yeah. And dad loves you the most, and you're telling us about bragging to us about your dreams. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. What is a Technicolor dream coat? It's just like really colored and pretty. It probably like, because at that time, I'm sure it was pretty basic patterns. So it probably yeah. had some like special dyes in it or mm-hmm. something. Anyway, so Joseph goes to, um, he winds up in jail. And then he is finds out he's really good at interpreting dreams. And then he interprets the Pharaoh's dream. And the Pharaoh says, I dreamed that there were these seven fat beasts that came out of the water and then seven skinny beasts that came out of the water and the skinny beasts ate the fat beasts. And he said, okay, so what's going to happen is that you're going to have seven years of great harvest and then seven years of poor harvest. Mm -hmm. So in this great harvest times, you're going to have to like uh, save, rebuild, like get some barns going and I'll be in charge of that. And the Pharaoh was like, okay. And so sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And so now we go back to Jacob in Canaan and it's like now uh, famine and they don't know what to do. And so that they go, they go visit the, um, the Pharaoh because they, they, he has stuff saved to go buy some stuff from him. And the brother sees them and now he's in a position of power and like fucks them over and like hides a silver goblet in their grain bag and like keeps a brother with him, like plays these like mind games with them. And I'm like, you were being shitty the first place. I don't know. Yeah. And then they finally figured it out. And um, I think he just lives a great life in the end. Joseph? Joseph. Does he? Yeah, I guess. I don't think anyone had a great life in the Bible. No, no one had a great life. Everybody's everybody's just getting raped and sold. That's all that's happening. But really, if you want to go down like a really dark YouTube hole, look up Leah the Unloved. There's a lot of people that are like, so what happened to her? Expressions. Well, there's certain thoughts in the Bible or certain um, phrases in the Bible saying that her eyes had no sparkle mm. or were lazy. So we don't know. She was using her labias as sandals. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's probably a lot of like mental stuff going on that they didn't know. 
11 kids 11 she had 11 kids and he what still didn't fuck? love her how do you mean like i mean i'm ele- uh, she had ele- that's too many kids it's too many kids it's too many sons four is too many kids i mean if you have four kids and you love your yeah. family you know i'll salute yeah but uh, 11 kids well they also had concubines back then like mm-hmm. women that also lived in there and they, they would just give birth and like the women would die and the kids would be considered the man's yes uh so i don't know if i don't think leah gave birth to 11 children she probably gave birth to like three or four mm. But yes, yeah, a lot of women just giving birth, just pumping them out. You know, it'd be an awful children's story, mm. um, like a, a the porcupine concubine. <laughs> the porcupine concubine. Say that ten times fast. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. So here's here's my story. Are you done okay. with your story? I'm done. I don't think there's anything Do you have left. Any other, any other ones? No, just Leah the unloved. It's so sad. There's people that think they don't deserve love because they're ugly or because they don't because God. But here's the thing that pissed me off is they were like, God still loves you even if you're ugly. And he'll she bore eleven children. And I'm like, how is that the fuck a gift? I mean, I guess at the time you need somebody to take care of you, but yeah. I don't want these men being like... Kids were currency back in the day. Yeah. Or it's still even parts of this country. That's true. Yeah. Have a lot of kids. I don't know. Someone in uh, Julie's family mm-hmm. has seven kids. That's a lot. That's insane to me to have seven kids. I mean, some people want a big family. They love it. Um, I, I gotta, you know, big families are all great. I'm an only child. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, having imagine having six brothers and sisters... I think it's the craziest no thing. No personal in the world. space. You would have no personal space. Yeah, you got no bedroom. If you have three kids, you have no bedroom. You know, like forget you know, it's it's just crazy. All right. All right, your story. Here's my story. Now here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell you the story and then uh I want you to try and guess what the story is. Okay. All right, you ready for mm-hmm. this? All right. There's a king and he's got a is a king and his brother, and they rule the land. Okay? And the king has been trying to have a kid for a long time and he hasn't been able to have a kid. And his younger brother has been like waiting to like, you know, like fill in for the king. And finally the king has a kid and the younger brother realizes that I'm not going to be able to uh, ever be king. And it makes him jealous. It drives him crazy. He can't even deal with it. And so what he does is the, the younger brother hires like these like gangsters and they, and they, they fucking off the king. And they off the king. And then when they off the king, they kind of like tell the kid, like, you did this. They trick the kid and be like, you did this. And they're like, you got to get out of here. This is over for you. You don't belong here no more. You killed the king. And the kid doesn't know what to do. He's just a kid. He doesn't know any better. So he takes off and he gets out of town, you know, and then he gets in. He moves. He moves a couple towns away and he meets some new friends. And then and he and he, when he meets the friends, they're like, they're like, listen, we never seen no one like you before. And the kings, and then the the prince is just like, ah, you know, it's fine. You know, I'm just here. You know, leave me alone. I don't want any part of it. I got, I, I'm dealing with some shit. And they're like, no, it's fine, because they like they realize it. Because I mean, the prince is like, he's young, but he's like strong and shit. Hell like, yeah, you can tell he's like a, like a tough motherfucker. He's a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, like a future king. He's a tough bitch. And so like they're like, you know, we should probably become friends with this guy. He can get us out of some jams later on in life. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a strong warrior and shit. And so they, they come friends with them, and then they tell the king, you know, uh, the prince, like, don't worry about going come, going back to where you're from. You know, you can you can just chill with us. You know, and we'll, we'll just chill here. We got the, we got a maid in the shade, bro, like a mushroom. But like, you know, they're they're sitting in the they're sitting in the rivers. They're chilling. They're lounging. They're eating all they want. You know, and it's just like and it's just like, 
life's great. Meanwhile, back home, the brother who's in power now, and he's in power with all these fucking gangsters, and they're tear the fuck and they tear the country apart yeah because he sucks he's not a real king yeah he's not a real king and they just like they bleed the country dry and they're, they're ruining it and no one get and no one has any chance of living and it's a whole mess it's a it's a fucking disaster and there's no more food and so like all the other people who are good and noble from that land they have to go like further and further to try and find food and goods and stuff like that and finally they end up traveling so far to find food and goods to bring back to their land that one of the prince's old friends runs into him and is just like, yo, shit's fucked up back home. You got to get back here and help out. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm done. I'm done. You know, I'm gone. I, I, ain't, I ain't about that shit no more. I ain't about that life. And they're like, no, you got to come back. Your mom's fucked up. I'm fucked up. There's no food left. We need you. And so he's like, finally, he gets some sense knocked into him from his old buddy, from his... Uh, it was like basically his bishop, you know, his bishop kind of knocks some sense back into him. He runs into him and he's like, I know who you are. I know I only knew you as a kid, but you're a king. You got to come back and take back your land. And so he comes back and then uh, he comes back and he's just like, yo, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm fucking king. You're not the king. And he's stating he faces his uncle. And he's just like, let's go. And then all of a sudden, like, all of his uncle's gangsters start coming up around him and shit. And they're like, yo, we're going to fuck you up, too. And then the king's family, the rest of his family, it's like, because they're all big, bad motherfuckers, too. But they've been hiding in the side because they're just, like, obeying the law and shit. And so they, they come up. And they're like, yo, we're in it. Let's fight these motherfuckers. And they end up having this big-ass fight. The new friends come and they come join the fight and they take the land back. They kill the uncle and there's a fire and then they rebuild and it's a beautiful place. And then the prince ends up having a king of his own. And, the, and he went, once the prince becomes king, he has his own prince. And it's a beautiful story. What story is this? Chaz. Chaz? From Portland. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> uh, king Arthur? No. What story is this? Come on. Gangs of New York. No. King. Come on. It's the Lion King. Oh! <laughs> I had guessed it. I'd guessed it. That's I could tell great. by how excited you got. <laughs> That's great. I was like, this is this is wonderful because it's Disney. Disney wrote it. Oh yeah. Well, it's, like, it's actually like Hamlet. You know, if you yeah. want to get down to it. But I'd see it's mixed around a little bit. A little mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I like it. That's wonderful. Great jealousy. Great je story of jealousy. He did uh, that. He did fuck it up, didn't he? Yeah, he fucked the whole shit up. Yeah, because he just wanted it all for himself. Yeah, the gangsters. You know, it's like you want a bunch of food. You want a bunch of life. You want you want to live the high life. You can only do that for so long until the shit runs out. Yeah, you know? and it just kind of shows that if you're overindulgent in life, you're screwed. So. Thank That's you, good. Disney, Thank for your you, wonderful Disney. moral story of the Lion King. <laughs> I love the Lion King. Yeah, it's good to do what you love, but if you do it too much, you'll be, um, you'll die from it. Then it's gluttony. I guess all of the seven deadly sins are good at some point. Like, I don't see a lot of bad with vanity. Mm -hmm. You should, you know, try to look the best. Put your best foot forward. But whenever it's um, whenever it's blocking your relationships with other people, yeah, that's when it's if bad. If you're taking a bunch of pills and shit to make yourself better and you're ruining your body yeah. like, just so you could be thinner because you're worried no one will like if you're fat, 
that's the bad side of it. That's the bad side of vanity. Yeah. yeah. And go back and check out our whole, we did a whole series on the seven deadly sins a couple years ago. We should revamp that and we, do it again. We could, we could. It was like six years ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. We had Cena involved back then. It's going to be great. By the way, Cena's coming to town in a couple of weeks. We're going to do a couple episodes with him. That's great. Super excited. We should go take a trip up north. California, Ooh, like rent lovely. a car or something, because car rentals is super cheap right now. Like Hertz and Enterprise, they're all going bankrupt. Yeah. We can rent a Porsche for next to nothing. I love it. I want to see the big trees. Yeah, that's like like the uh, yeah the big reddies, the sequoias, or the redwoods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see all that shit. Let's I never do seen it. There's so bad. I want to drive through it, even though you know they actually know you can't. Because the tree that cut the hole in that you could drive through, it eventually, it, it's dead now. Oh. Yeah, but what are you going to do? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll destroy another great tree. <laughs> Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. <laughs> uh, next on my list of things to talk about is times that we were jealous. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, I uh, my my first one is one because whenever I think of jealousy, I can't help but like go back to my childhood. Yes, you know, and I can't help but think. And I remember when I didn't make, I was pretty damn good at baseball. I was, I was, I was, I, I loved it. I was, I was pretty good at it. I wasn't the best, but I was one of the best in the league. You know, I wasn't the best, but I was good as fuck. I had a great batting average. I had a good eye. Amazing on-base percentage, and I didn't make the All-Star team, and it drove me crazy. And they made and they they inducted some other kids into the All-Star team that were much worse than me. If you just even looked at the numbers and stuff, this is Little League. I'm still thinking about this shit. Little League, so you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> smoking a cigarette on the bench, just like <laughs> put me in. Why don't you put me in? But it was basically because my dad was an asshole. And he was my coach. And so, like, to punish him for being an asshole, they didn't put me on the Little League team, that's on the not, All-Star team. That's not good. Well, you know, I mean, that's how, like, weird Florida. little small-town politics go, you know? Yeah. That's how that's a, so that is, like, one of And then a bunch of my friends were on the team, and then the kids who sucked made the team, and I was extremely jealous at a young age. And it took me a while to get over it. but And I actually uh, stopped playing baseball after you know after that because i was just so mad about it and i Aww. just ended up, i was like you know what fuck this shit if this is what it's all about never let jealousy stop you from doing the things you love yeah i know i know and now i suck at baseball because i haven't done it in 20 years yeah I, I bet your back and your head would be better if you play baseball instead of football oh my god jesus christ I, 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 we talked about this on the show before but all the time i spent playing football I could have been learning anything else. I could know how to build a table. You know, I could play guitar. I could fucking, you know, I could know math. 
<laughs> you can still know math. What's six times two? Oh, I'm good at that. That's 12. Okay. But, you know, like, yes. I'm good with my timetables and, like, adding up in my head. But anything learned. past that, I can't do shit. I have a book for you called Teacup in the Universe. It's all about the philosophy of math. Ooh. I was always really bad at math, but then I read this book and I was like, ah. Oh. Like, it kind of puts some stuff in perspective. I still, I never learned my multiplication tables. Mm. Never learned them. I'm an engineer and I never did either, Ember, honestly. All right. Like, oh, like right. I mean, yeah, P, I, I just use the calculator. That's what technology is for, you know? I learned the concepts of math, but I never needed to learn to multiply. The phone did that. Yeah, it's so silly. I just moved around so much, so much that teachers would be like, this is an important thing you have to learn. And I'm like, I'll be gone next month, bitch. I don't know <laughs> what you want me to learn these months in order because that's never going to be meaningful. I was always just like, oh, when it's hot, no school. When it's cold, there's school. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. Yeah. And it's sad. Well, you know, it's, it's a good way to remember when there's school or not. That's true. <laughs> and my mom was a teacher, so there was no like help with homework. Like she was teaching all day. Yeah, she's, she don't want to hear about no, it. No, she's gonna come home and she wants to eat and like relax and hang out and not teach her daughter. Yeah. And I would just like not do my homework because I know I'd be moving. And I was like, well, I don't give I don't I don't care. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking do this shit. No. They're gonna pass me. They always pass me. They have to. <laughs> because I'm leaving. I'm leaving you. So just mark the little check on my thing. <laughs> What's the time you were jealous, Amber? I'm definitely jealous in high school because I was like a little feral child, like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, there was no, this... just like running around digging and spitting. Yes. <laughs> and s- screaming and never brush my hair. It was full of like bees and sticks. And uh, there was this girl named Emily and she was in my youth group and just always like knew what to wear. Like I never knew what to wear because in the South you're supposed to be presentable um, not show too much skin, mm-hmm. but also dressed really nice. Nails painted, feet done. And even if you're like going on like an outdoor excursion, it's still like, you know, you have the nice boots and your socks match, you know. And if, if you wear camo, it's the nice camo. Like everything's pieced and polished and put together. Yeah. And I just could not for the life of me. Like I thought like I would get a dragon t-shirt and be like, this is fun. And it, it was not. You know what I mean? No, it's not fun. And then she would get all the boys, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I remember we went on one uh, camping trip and she brought two bags full of heels, high heels. On a camping trip? Yes. Um, and she was just like. Sounds like a pain in the ass. Kind of. <laughs> and she just like, and then made all the men and all the men would like, like load and help her out. Yeah. And like nobody would help me out because I'm showing up with like a stick coming out of my hair. Yeah. And a dragon. And you're t- ready to go. And I'm just like, let's I'm go. Sure you, you packed light. You're ready. You know, you don't need help. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> I don't. But the boys never really like paid attention to me, you mm-hmm. know, and I was always very jealous of that. But it, at the end of the day, I'm kind of glad because when you're in high school, you shouldn't be. I don't think you should be dating. And this is maybe my own personal experience leaking yeah. into things. But you should be like. Reading books, opening your horizon. I tried to get a scholarship to college, and I succeeded. Yeah. Simply not by learning the information, but by learning how you want me to be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I just like memorize the tests. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's I, I. I was such a jerk in high school. I never like in the English class. I never read the books. I just paid attention when everyone was talking about them, so I knew what questions are going to be asked on a test. Yeah. I never actually read anything, which that's, is which actually makes me a dumber person. I no, I think it makes you smarter because you got the same grades as the people who studied. <laughs> so you're actually smarter for it. I I definitely had my little cheats all throughout high school. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, jealous. And uh, my other jealousy story is again of a girl who was also put together. Mm-hmm. 
I, did you want to go next? No, go tell me. So I was I broke up with a guy. A guy broke up with me. I was like 24, and he's like, "You're a little too wild for me." And I, I my was like crushed for like six months. I was crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what to do because he's 24. You're pretty young. And I thought I was gonna marry this guy. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm over. And then he meets this other girl, and like this is when Facebook's kind of kicking around. And I kind of stalk her and I look her up, and she's another one of those like everything's put together. She's had a high-paying job for years, so she will for sure have a house at 30. Like, everything's, like, set in motion with a goal and a purpose. And I was just, like, getting drunk, (laughs) you know? But I definitely think that years later it pushed me to get myself together, Mm -hmm. you know? A lot of times that's how it is. Uh, and I have, I ha- actually, I wrote a lot about that. Um, but I, I think a one, one, my other one thing is we, I wasn't jealous about this. And then I got under my skin a little, you brought it up to me Uh-oh. and then I deflected it. Well, I thought, and, and then I thought about it more and I got a little jealous and mad and now I'm back on thinking it's a good thing, but we've been at this positivity podcast thing for a long time and it's hard. It's hard to be positive all the time. It really is. Especially now. Especially now. And just like when things are going wrong in my life, which they do over the course of six years, you know, it's hard to come in here and always put a cheery face on. And I really do appreciate every message I get from people because it like helps me realize that we're doing the right thing. But I could have a Michelle Obama's got a positivity podcast out of nowhere. And you're like, what the fuck? You yeah. just coming in, you're stealing our shit. If I could, but then, and then, it, but you brought it up to me, and I was like, ah, you know, it's good because maybe people will finally get into positivity podcasts, and people will want to want more yeah. of positivity podcasts, and they'll and they'll find us because of that, which, which is true. Yeah, which is true, and that's that's kind of like what, what how I feel about it. But at the yeah. same time, you know, you're like. He's coming in and jumping on our shit, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought. And even though I'm sure Michelle Obama doesn't know who we are. She has no idea. No idea. Yeah. But um, I was just like, she's you're trying th- to be make the world a better place. She's just trying to be, do it herself. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking bitch stealing my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> With your nice dresses, and your well-toned arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We should listen to that, though. I think she admitted she has depression right now. Which, yeah. If I was a first lady, like, putting myself in her pumps, if I was a first lady and was, like, in charge of stuff, or, or like, at least involved in, like, knowing what's more going on in the world, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden one day it's like, okay, you go live in this house and never pay taxes. Like, well, I was, I was there once. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, she did get to, you know, do a lot of work that helped. And, you know, so that's nice. And she's continuing to do that. And now, I mean, now she's one of the most important voices in the world. And positivity podcasts. Yes. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling you out, Michelle Obama. (laughs) Coming on our turf. We're the brighter side. I'm going to fucking come to you with a goddamn bat. No, I'm not going to do anything to you. Don't Please don't kill me, Secret Service. <laughs> Why are they in the Secret Service? We all know they exist. So many. How many Secret Service members do you think it would take to kill you? I'm oh, thinking yeah, three. Half of one. Half of one? <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm thinking three. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you're more resilient than I am. I, I, I wouldn't no, even Oh, know. no. Three for you. For me. I appreciate that. I thank you for the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you could just like bowl through him like a bowling ball so 
here's something else I thought of when I was like coming up with the talking about the show earlier was I thought maybe it'd be interesting to talk about jobs that we're jealous of, you know, because we kind of like pigeonholed ourselves into being comedians and working in the entertainment industry. You know, we've dedicated our whole lives to it at this point. Yeah. At least 20 years, you know. So many times I'm like, what if I gave it all up and went to the Simple Life? And then like I went to Santa Barbara and like kind of saw what people were doing. I was like, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that's, which is great for a lot of people and good for you. And that's how society should work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think I would be accepted anywhere or be, I don't think that's for me. It's are, just not me. Are there any careers that you are jealous of? Careers that I'm jealous of? That Air- you would drop, if you were able to drop comedy and just start doing something else. Maybe like, like FBI stuff, like Secret really? Service. Really? Yeah, where you can like, any kind of thing where I'm like, I have a wig, you know, <laughs> and I'm in Sweden and they... <laughs> They pay you to learn languages, and I yeah. could learn the language, you know. And then, like, I'm really good at body language. I'm really good at people, and it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna go kill anybody, but I've just got to get go. I got to get close to this businessman, yeah. You know, and like figure out some information, yeah, and then report back. Yeah. To me, coolest job in the world is just like roller coaster designer. I like it. Just like just like any theme park shit. I love that stuff. I think it's the coolest job in the world. Uh, another job that I'm jealous of that I wish like I would at least at least trained myself in it, which is just butcher. Mm. I would love to be a fucking butcher. You could be a part time butcher. Not really. You have to like apprentice and like it's a really hard thing to do. And there's really not that many butchers out in L.A. No, I it's not a popular miss, job out here. I miss the butchers in New York. You would get a so pork good. chop and they'd be like, how are you going to cook it? And you're like, well, I'm going to season it like this and do it like this. Like, So you got to put it on a cast iron skillet, get it real, real hot. They yeah. like talk you through the cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have been a butcher. And the other job that I'm kind of jealous of that I wish I did was like teach. I was going to say teacher, but also more importantly than that, I always kind of like, I, I feel like it's too late now because... Uh, you know, I half got a record, uh, but uh, a social worker. I always thought that would have been like a really great job to, to have because I feel like I'm really good with awful people. And I'm like, I'm like, I know how to talk to them. I know how to help them. I know how to like, I'm, I'm good with like, if like people with like, who are just like destitute and just like keep fucking up and keep, I'm really yeah. good at just, like helping them like get their lives back on track. And like I think that that was something like, real important for a social worker is to not necessarily be someone like who takes the kids away, but like tries to like improve the lives of the parents at the That's same great. time. That's great. I feel like social workers should have a criminal record because you understand <laughs> yes. what's going on. Absolutely, I and know how not, to talk to these fuckers. Yeah, and you're not like Joseph of the Technicolor Dreamcoat and being like, "I'm the best," yeah. you know, like twirling around in your fancy clothes talking to these poor kids. But it's such a stressful job. I have a friend that's a social worker, and I'm sure. She tells me some stories, you know, like obviously no names or anything, mm-hmm. but like, you know, just to like vent. No names, only social security numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're not worth a damn anyway. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> and so it's, uh, but like, I imagine like it would just, I don't know why. I, I know it would be like the hardest job ever, but I, I would just like, I wish there was a way for me. Like I try, I'm like, we do the show. And it's like the little bit like we could do to like kind of give back a little bit. And but I would wish I could be more involved with actually like fucking helping people one on one, you know, and I I don't know how to I I mean, I don't think that it's, you know, in the cards for me at this point. You could be a coach. You could be a life coach. 
a life coach. Yeah, that'd be fun. I could see you in a suit on stage, like a Miami Dolphins suit. Yes. <laughs> Telling people to like, what's your what would your phrase be? Like, you got to pump it up. Yeah, smoke know. it up. Smoke it up. <laughs> smoke it up. Which is a horrible thing for a social worker to say. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> Weed'll solve all your problems, kids. <laughs> oh, and I I wrote down this note, and I think it goes back into something you were talking about earlier which is um, whenever I feel myself becoming jealous of someone else uh, I've had like in my life I like it's like a mantra I've had is I try to reverse that feeling and I become friends with that person oh. or I um, I study if, if that's not an option like if it's like Jim Gaffigan it's not Jim Gaffigan but if it was Jim Gaffigan I study them yeah. and I try to learn about their lives and like what it would have been like to you know, how did they become who they became and he's like so I wrote like why resent someone's success when you can learn from it instead that's good yeah that's really true I was scrolling through Instagram and there was somebody that had like um, a, a show on it and it immediately had like twice as many likes and mm-hmm. a couple hours as I do over a day yeah and I got really jealous and then I it was the not wanting to study them. It was I just sat there and I was like, "What am I doing? I am so stupid. Why yeah. am I doing anything?" You should be happy for them. You should yeah. be retweeting it. You should be helping them succeed. Yeah, because that helps you succeed in the end, and it builds alliances and it builds friendships. And if you're jealous of them, then you know what? You're into the same shit, you know. And so you end up building great friendships. And I use this person as I got a list of people that I wrote who I was jealous of and I became friends with them and now I have great relationships with them and the first one being Henry Zabrowski. Oh. In college, I was like, I used to see him perform and I saw Murder Fist before they were Murder Fist and I saw the way Henry fucking was crushing it and he was so funny all the time and I was like, and I was like oh man, I want to do that shit and then I, I just became his friend and I started <laughs> doing it and now we still work together Almost twenty years late. I'm gonna tell Henry you're jealous of him. I'm not. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not jealous. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, it's like, it's like it's like building. It's like you build these relationships, and now I, I'm like I'm like completely invested in all of his success, and I love it, and it means the world to me. Anytime he, something good happens to him, yeah. And I have uh, other people I wrote down for the same thing. Was the same reason I became friends with Kevin Barnett. He was this great comedian who just came from Tallahassee. He moved to New York. He was crushing it. Yeah. And I was watching him perform a couple times. And then I just looked at him like, you know what? You're my new friend. And I went up to him and I basically told him that. You know, I was just yeah. like, guess what, bro? We're friends now. And him, Matt McCarthy, Trey Crowder, Ralphie Mae, Nick Turner, all those guys, all fat people mostly. <laughs> and uh, like, because like, I always, you know, because you, you try to you try to see someone that's like you. Yeah, mine was a, a girl. Damn, yeah. a pretty girl. Yeah, it's it's someone like you, and so you can either you can either like resent them, mm-hmm. or you can get to know them. Yeah, and back to vanity, resentment breeds wrinkles and sadness. Yeah, and it's gonna like just make you worse, and no one was gonna hang out with you, and it's gonna make everything worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, maybe a reason vanity is good is I don't want all these wrinkles and this dour sort of face. Yeah, so I'm just going to blah blah be friends, you know. Yeah. Makes sense. And if I, yeah, it makes complete sense. You know, and you think about it, 
And if I would have held on to that resentment I had towards Henry or the jealousy I had towards Henry, it did nothing about it but stew in my jealousy. Nothing. The show wouldn't exist. Yeah, nothing would Murder have Murder wouldn't exist. You know, like all the, you know, all this stuff, you know, like it would have never happened. That's you, something I would talk to my ex about. Um, I know I've talked about a lot of ex relationships on here. Who cares? I mean, uh, that's, I mean, that's our, you know. That's our thing. Yeah. Um, but we were together for like eight years and he hated people. And this is not something I'm making up. This is something he says out loud. Mm-hmm. I don't like people. And he would frown. He would scowl. We would always get into fights with everything. And he'd be like, why don't people smile at me? And I, because you don't smile at anybody. Yeah. You give off a very like negative vibe. So why would anybody like... No one's calling you to hang out if, yeah. if, you're, not, if you're not smiling. And he didn't understand that. And I was like, you have to... The only thing that can break the cycle is you. All you have to do is just get up and decide that day to say hello to the valet. You know, yeah. ask, ask how are you doing to the maitre d', right? There's little things. It's they so really, much easier to be nice. So much easier. It really does help, and it comes back to you, and they remember you. Yeah. And then what are you going to lose? Oh, I'm sorry, I was nice to somebody mm-hmm. for five seconds. Yeah. And then he was like, but every time, but I don't want to be, and they should be nice to me. And it all comes back to, I think, because his mom was like a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And so he was like given this constant attention and love no matter what you do. And my mom was like a go-getter businesswoman. So she was just like, um, if you fail, you know, pick yourself up. Mm-hmm. Like, you were in charge of you. That was her whole mantra. Uh, so it just like two different backgrounds. Yeah. Anyways, but it, it, it costs nothing to be nice to somebody, and it's going to improve your life. Absolutely. And the last thing on the show, it's the brighter side. Mm. So what are some positives of jealousy? We've talked that we've talked about oh, like things that are that are kind of shitty about it. Should we open this up, though? Oh, yeah. We got some mail, too. Let's do the mail first. All right, let's Good do point. the mail, and we'll do the positives. We got some mail. Thank you, guys. We are accepting mail again. We're back in the studio, by the way. Yes. And That's it's so, so nice. Thank you for being here, Fernando. Oh, the, you know what the mail is? The mail is a stamped envelope that they want stickers. Okay. In. And great. you know what? Thank you so much for making our lives easier. Thank you. You will get your stickers. Uh, actually, since you sent us that, we're going to give you more than one sticker. Yes, we will. And I'll, maybe one of the nice ones we got in. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we got thank- these nice, crazy stickers in. Man, I, I'm sorry I don't have your name pulled up right now, and I'll, I'll thank you properly in the next show. But uh, we got some badass, full big old decals that I don't even know what to do with. I don't know. Car decals. We should have like a thing to get them. Like like if you retweet and um, uh, you, do like do a video of you chugging milk. Let's develop a contest. Okay. Let's develop. <laughs> don't, you don't need to chug milk. But we'll, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we're, you're going to drink candle wax. No, I'm <laughs> Maybe a video of you like thanking people and like being nice, doing something nice. We'll send you a car decal. But yeah, I'm actually, you know, I know we've been talking a lot of smack the last month. Your stickers are coming. I got all, we got, we got a list of names and addresses. I'm literally going home tonight. I just got back from my vacation and I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work on it all night. Um, but things that are good about jealousy, uh, the first one that I use, we talked about a little bit earlier, is you use it to motivate yourself. Yes. You know, and so if you're jealous of someone for something, you take that and you fucking motivate yourself with it. Don't sit there and stew and be woe is me. That gets you nowhere. You know, feeling bad for yourself, like that's, it's ruins your life. Wah, nobody, why does anybody want to have sex with me? It Wah. just makes you so unlikable. Wah. Everybody's going to leave the party. It's just like my ex. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're all going to leave the party and no one was going to hang out with you. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I said uh, that's good about jealousy, it shows 
that you want something better for yourself and it can help you create goals. So, so take the jealousy you have and do something about it rather than just doing it. And so and like, if you like see a person with a nice car, maybe you can't get that car, but you can work to something that's better than the car you have. Yeah. And then after that, then you can keep working into something better. I'm just using car as an example. I don't want a car. I don't want a car. But, you know, you can, you know, whatever it is, you can take your, if you got to channel your negativity and your jealousy, and then you make goals, write them down, put them on a fucking dream board or whatever. And you got to will it in yourself to make it real. Yeah, and you can make it real. And like what I said in one of my other videos, write it down on two separate lists, things you like and things you're good at. Because sometimes the things you like are not the things I'm good at. Like, Amen to that. I like classical music, but I can't play it. You no, know? no, I yeah. Did you know that a violin and the fiddle are the same thing? What? I had no idea. Well, I thought the fiddle was like three teeth less. Yeah, basically the fiddle is the violin, but played by a racist. Mm -hmm. uh, how about this for a, a good thing about jealousy? If used, like I said earlier, it can help you better yourself. Losing weight, getting in shape, going to cool places, having a family, being a better person, or goals for dressing, looking, and acting better. You know, these are things like you take it and use this use this thing as a weapon yeah. to help you get in, you get in shape and just like make your life better and make your life longer and more important. And, you know, if you see someone who's got a fuck ton of friends, don't hate them because of it. Look at what they're doing and see that maybe if you did a couple of the things they're doing, you'd have a couple more friends. Yeah. And sometimes too, like like plagiarize I guess what they're doing sometimes it's fine I mean put your own little spin on it but many times like I'll look at what CEOs are saying or like mm -hmm. billionaires and I'll be like oh okay so like with stock markets look at what is missing and then invest in the company that provides that yeah and I say that to people and they're like wow I'm like it's not my words <laughs> <laughs> it is not my words I got this from somebody else you know mm. but yeah it's okay to like um there's, there's a guy I follow on YouTube, Graham Stephan, mm -hmm. and he does business and finance. And he basically says, like, the format of my show and the things I say, sometimes I will just look at other things and copy them. Yeah. And you're like, okay. No, most of the shit's been done before, especially yeah. if you're jealous of it. It's already been, and then you, and then you see what they did, and you look at ways to change it. And you, and you, you, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's kind of like people who make soul music today. You know, it's not the same as the soul music that was made in the 60s and 70s, but it's like, what? It shouldn't exist still to this day? No, yeah. you're inspired by something and you do it because you love it, you know? And then so jealousy, at least you know, it helps you show show you what you like. Yeah. If you, ha if you have trouble writing down what do I like, maybe look at people that you hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> oh, I find a lot of people like when I was younger I was always jealous of very wealthy people uh -huh. and I always be like those rich people I was angry angry at them yeah. and now that I'm a little more mature I'm like oh it's because I want wealth and I didn't have my act together and I was spending every dollar I had on booze yeah. and I knew I knew that was wrong yeah so if you're jealous of rich people just make rich friends just make rich friends <laughs> go just on their boat <laughs> <laughs> just go be rich no big deal <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think that's our show, unless you got anything else. I think that's it. I've had a great time. Yeah. Fernando, anything? No, uh, don't be jealous, haters. Fucking A, right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Brighter Side. 
Uh, we love you so much. Um, check us out on Twitter at Brighter Side LPN at Amber Smelson at Eddie Tunes underscore that's E D D I E T U N E S underscore and at Last Podcast Network on Instagram. We are the Brighter Side LPN Amber Smelson Eddie Tunes no underscore Nando please be nice that's N A N D O P L Z B E N I C E and Last Podcast Network. Check out Amber's cooking show every week coming out and also her Patreon is up. Go check that out. That's patreon.com. Uh, slash Amber Smelson. I have five dollars, and I did a one dollar. I love the one dollar. I yeah. do because that's I when I give one dollar to a couple people. Yeah, I like spreading it out. You know, because it's people you love, and you can just throw a little something, and it all adds up. It's just all one dollar, and that just you don't get any of the secret videos I make, but that's just like you know groceries. Yeah, or they want to help out. Yeah, but the five dollars, like I'm often like, you know, I I, I cook a soup. And I show you like mm-hmm. a, a easy way to get vegetables in your diet through the week, and then just to keep it like in his example. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, also, check out how America killed my mother. Trailers up on YouTube or Facebook or my Instagram. Uh, you go check that out. Also, I made that Twitter account at How America Kills. If you have a fucking story that you're pissed off about, that sounds a lot like mine, or anything that's similar to it about how anyone in this country has been messing with you or the people you love tweet it at how America kills. I will help share your story because all these stories need to fucking be told Uh sticker giveaway. We talked about it plenty. Um, you can, uh, if you want to mail us anything, you can mail us at Fernando. Can you hit us with the, ad- I got PO you box? right here. So the show name is the brighter side. C O L P N P O box four, seven, zero North Hollywood, California, nine one six zero three that's p.o box four seven zero north hollywood california nine one six zero three that's right so dm me or the brighter side and we'll make sure you get your sticker out i'm doing a big send tonight but uh obviously if you're listening to this you're not a part of that so dm me again and we'll keep it going until i run out of stickers and then we'll figure something else out. Yeah, we'll keep it going. And we're looking at shirts. We're hoping to do that soon. More merch. Yes, guys, we're all about it. I got a, uh, Julia Johns, our wonderful person who joined, uh, is coming up with a design for us. And uh, that's, that's looking cool, too. You're listening to The Brighter Side. The show is free on Spotify as a part of the Last Podcast Network. Um, Last Podcast and the Pack Theater Twitch channel is where you're going to find Classy Night In. Um, we don't have a date for the next one yet, but it will be soon. Check out my social and Henry's socials for that. And you can also check out old episodes or old shows of Classy Night In on the last podcast Twitch channel and uh, watch it there. That's just a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Fernando, for coming in and helping us out. You are amazing. And I put too much work on you. And I really appreciate that you rarely tell me no thank you for the work Ed. <laughs> uh my spotify playlist this week summer's coming to an end so it's our last summer playlist i call it guilt-free summer i love my guilty pleasures especially in the summer and there's so much guilty pleasure summer ice cream music, all that shit oh sex without a condom mm. yeah that is those are those are both guilty pleasures. not wearing a mask yes <laughs> that's what I did on the beach by the way I had sex with a condom on the beach uh, on the beach yeah were you wearing a mask though 
No. <laughs> well, be careful. And, uh, <laughs> I could get herpes or COVID. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many diseases these days. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, so the song off of the guilt-free summer uh, Spotify playlist is Jay Ferguson, uh, Thunder Island. God, I love that song. It's so much fun. It's just, sha-la-la-la-la-la-la-lady. All right. Peace, guys. Be good to yourselves. This has been The Brightest Show. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.